Welcome to Let's After God's official podcast channel. If you are adamant on improving your work with God and ways, this is the podcast channel for you. Join me, Blessing Machine Running, your host, as we discuss issues which matter on this Christian journey. Be blessed. What is up, everybody? It's your boy, Blessing here. Can you believe it? We are on episode 3 of our Let's After God podcast. It's also real. It's been such a journey and you guys have been right alongside me. You guys have been encouraging me. You guys have been, you know, helping me, you know, figure some things out. And you have been, you know, you have been my loudest cheerleaders and I really appreciate it. I appreciate everyone who's been listening from all type, all parts of the world. I have some listeners from the UK. I have some listeners from the USA. I have some listeners from the Philippines. And I have some listeners from South Africa, different parts of South Africa. I appreciate each and every one of you guys. And I hope that we continue growing together. Let's get right. Let's start with today's episode. What are we talking about today? Today we're talking about being vulnerable before God. What does it mean to be vulnerable before God? What does it mean to be vulnerable before God? What does vulnerability mean to you? Are you good at being vulnerable? In your relationships, are you good at being vulnerable? Would you say vulnerability is something that you are good at displaying? Well, I don't know about you guys who are listening, but a lot of us men, especially, I'm going to speak for men as I am a man, a lot of us men struggle with this. We struggle at being vulnerable. We struggle at showing emotion. We struggle at showing weakness. You know, vulnerability and um, vulnerability and masculinity placed together feels like an oxymoron. It's almost like when you are vulnerable as a man, you will be seen as weak. But we're gonna learn how how to be vulnerable before God. And I just love how women, especially you know, you guys are so good at being vulnerable. And what better way to learn about vulnerability? than asking a female friend of mine to just explain to us what she thinks vulnerability is. Just listen to what she had when I, what she had to say when I asked her what does vulnerability mean to her. Enjoy. What does it mean to be vulnerable to God? All right. Um, okay, first things first. Uh, for me, vulnerability is everything. Vulnerability before God or vulnerability to God is everything. Um, because I understand that is the doorway into intimacy. You cannot possibly be intimate with God without vulnerability, without laying yourself out, without really just being all naked for God. Or before God. Did you guys hear that? Vulnerability is the doorway to intimacy. There's no intimacy without vulnerability. Thank you so much to my friend for sharing such a deep and insightful message with us. So today we're gonna be talking about vulnerability in in terms of being vulnerable before God. You know. Ever since the COVID-19 pandemic started, we have all been wearing masks. You know, 
the masks are of course to protect ourselves and to protect others but this whole situation has made me realize how a lot of us wear masks inside you know we we hide ourselves we hide our true selves and portray ourselves as people who are strong we portray ourselves as people who have life you know figured out we portray ourselves people who know who are in the know who know everything we portray ourselves as people who who actually have things together although that's not the case you know sometimes we just need to be transparent with god and say lord i know i'm this person who seems to have life figured out but deep down inside i'm actually you know suffering or i'm actually in need of you i need you to help me like my friend said there's no intimacy without vulnerability meaning you cannot get that one-on-one -on -one interaction with god you cannot get that response from god without being real to him i i, I believe that god appreciates it when we are honest with him and lay things bare as they are and say lord here i am as i am there's this song which i love which says i surrender all you know surrendering means that i come as i am no weapons there's no defense mechanisms there's no pretense it's just me in my truest form i come before you lord so today we're gonna be learning from three men in the bible who actually showed us a good example of what being vulnerable in front of god looks like the first person that we're going to be talking about is moses <laughs> i know i'm mentioning moses for the second time in two weeks but that's just because moses is someone who who i love i love you know i love reading about moses and his walk with god is a walk that i really admire a lot because he was someone who was you know purpose driven he from his birth he he was born with a purpose and that was the purpose of delivering the israelites from egypt but there was this one time where before moses went to egypt to talk to pharaoh when he was still in the desert when god appeared to him in a burning in a bush that was on fire but wasn't burning and they had a conversation if you read from Exodus chapter 3 verse 13 you will you will you will read you, you will you will see the conversation that Moses had with God and as they were exchanging you know words there's something that I love about Moses Moses did not pretend before God he was vulnerable before God because he he displayed insecurities to God that he had you know he didn't he didn't um try to to display himself as someone who had things figured out you know he was like lord if you're gonna send me to egypt there are the things that i want you to help me with first he displayed insecurities we all have insecurities and if you have something that you're insecure about i want to tell you that you know that doesn't make you less of a person having an insecurity it's normal as a man as a woman we all have insecurities some are physical insecu insecurities you can be insecure about your height you can be insecure about the complexion of your skin you can be insecure about you know maybe a blemish on your face or something like that that's how we are as people we have insecurities what were moses insecurities the first insecurity that moses displayed 
is in the book of Exodus chapter 3 verse 13. He said to God, what shall I say to them? Who shall I say sent me? You know, he he was he was insecure about his own relationship. Like he wanted to, he, he didn't pretend to know God more than he actually did. He was real with himself. He said, Lord, okay, you send me and I can tell that you are God because here I am face to face with you. But who shall I say sent me when I get there? I don't want to go there pretending that I know who you are, but then go there and find out that I don't even know who sent me. He 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 portrayed that to God and said, Lord, who shall I say sent me? And that's when God told him, I am who I am, sent you. So a lot of us often pretend to know God even more than we do without even going deep into his word, even asking him saying and saying, Lord, reveal yourself to me. It takes a lot of humility. It takes a lot of vulnerability just to go before the throne room and say, Lord, reveal yourself to me. Who are you? Who are you, Lord? I need to know you. Who are you? That's the first insecurity that Moses portrayed before God and he talked to God about it. We need to be able to talk to God about our insecurities. And that's what Moses did. What is the second insecurity that Moses displayed? Moses displayed an insecurity about his own ability. If you read from Exodus chapter 4 verse 6, Moses made up this excuse. He said, but Lord, I am not eloquent. This is one of the excuses that I used to myself when I had this urge, urging from the Lord to start this podcast. I was like, Lord, I'm not eloquent. I don't know if you guys have picked it up, but when I talk, I I say, you know, a lot. Like, yeah, I, I hear that about, I hear that and I'm so self-conscious about it because I do it a lot. I'll be like, oh, so, you know, so, you know. And that that was Moses. He was like, I do not, I do not speak well. With him, he was a stutterer. He he stuttered a lot. He said, Lord, I do not speak well. He, he, he was frank with himself and with God. And I believe that if he didn't tell God about that, if he wasn't frank with God about that, he wasn't going to get the solution from God. You know, after saying that to God, God actually told him that, no, you will go with Aaron and Aaron will help you. So I believe that in order sometimes for us to get breakthroughs, we need to be frank with God. We need to be frank about our weaknesses and say, Lord, you know, I have this type of a weakness. You know, say, Lord, I have a weakness. Maybe you're a guy and your weakness is in, you know, is, is with fornication. Say, Lord, I have a weakness with fornication. Maybe you're a guy or you're a girl and your weakness is overspending. I know I'm being so stereotypical, but yeah, you guys will forgive me. Yeah, say, Lord... I have a weakness with this. If maybe you have a weakness with stealing, whatever weakness you might be, you might have, tell it to God, lay it before God, and say, "Lord, this is the weakness that I I have." So, that that is Moses' story. He was a man who was vulnerable before God. When he conversed with God, he was vulnerable. He allowed God to see parts of him that you know a lot of us are not comfortable in letting God in. He showed God that, God, I'm not really secure about my relationship with you. Do I know you? I want to know you. Who who are you? Who shall I tell these people? Who shall I say you are to these people that I'm going to? 
and he was even insecure about his own ability. He said, Lord, but I can't speak. You know, I always stutter. I always say, you know, <laughs> he, he said that to God and God helped him. So that's something that we can all learn from, to be frank with God and say, Lord, help us at our, at our point of weakness. So the second person that we're going to talk about is Elijah. Elijah was also a man who showed God a whole lot of vulnerability. You know, if you read from the book of Exodus, oh no, excuse me, if you read from the book of First Kings chapter 19, you will hear about how Elijah fled for his life from the wicked woman Jezebel. You know, this was right after Elijah prayed and fire fell from heaven. Imagine seeing such a demonstration of God, you know, of God's power. And then after that, he fled for his life because of the wicked woman Jezebel. And he said to God when he prayed in verse 4 of First Kings chapter 19, It is enough. Now, Lord, take my life, for I am no better than my father's. This is a man who knew God. He was a prophet and he knew God and he knew God's power. But he was frank with God that, you know what, I am fearing for my life. You know, ever since this pandemic started, we have all been, you know, trying to be positive and saying, Lord, you know, we know that you are a healer. We know that you are a protector. A lot of us have been um, uttering Psalm 91. But I believe as much as that all, all that is true, we need to come to a point in our walk with God where we will say, Lord, here we are. We are afraid. Lord, here we are. We do not know what our future holds. You know, the thing that I love about God is that he is the all-knowing one. He is the almighty one. We are not. We are just but human beings. We are mortal. We do not know everything, nor know everything. That's why we need to be vulnerable before God, even with our fears. We all have fears. Some of us have a fear of heights. Some of us have a fear of failure. Some of us have a fear of death. Some of us have a fear of, you know, different type of things. Some of us have even have fear of loneliness. You know, we don't want to be lonely. We don't, you know, we have different types of fear. You know, Elijah was frank about his fears before God and said, Lord, you know, there's this woman called Jezebel and she is after my blood. She's after my head. And you know what? I think at this point, Lord, I just want you to take my life because I'm that afraid, you know. That's how we need to interact with God. We need to say to God, God, here we are. And we do not have things all together. You know, by ourselves, you know, the human being by himself is such a weak person. You know, we we are not, you know, there's this man of God called Paul Washer. He speaks about we are not what we actually think of ourselves as being, you know. A lot of us think of ourselves as strong, intelligent and everything, but... You know, if we actually think about it, we are not all that. Sometimes we need to be frank before God and say, Lord, I am weak. And that's only when that we will be strengthened by him. Paul says this words where he says, I can do all things through Christ. 
It is through Christ that we can do all things. It is through Christ that we trample over things like fear. It is through Christ that we trample over things like insecurities. It is through Christ. But what we need to do is to humble ourselves and be vulnerable before the throne room of God and say, Lord, here we are. We are fearing for our life. It doesn't matter you know, our standing with God at the time. Maybe you might think of yourself as someone who has a great relationship with God or maybe someone who is used by God. But we all have fears in our life. We all have those insecurities that we need to lay bare in front of God and say, Lord, pretend aside, here I am. I am scared for my life. Here I am. I do not know what tomorrow might hold. But what I do know, Lord, is that you're king and you will reign even over the situation. That's what we need to do. And that's what we need to learn from the man of God, Elijah. He was vulnerable before God. The last person that I'm going to mention is actually my favorite. His name is none other than the man Jesus. You know, Jesus in his ministry, he made a lot of, he performed a lot of miracles. He healed the sick. He healed the deaf. The lame were walking. He he restored sight to the blind. And um, he did a lot of miracles. He even raised the dead at a certain point. But there's this point in his ministry when we read from the book of Luke chapter 22, verse 42. That was when he was in Gethham, in, in Gethham's money. When he he was praying, he said these words which actually made me realize that this man was vulnerable before God. He said to God, Father, if you are willing, take away the cup of suffering, but do what you want and not what I want. You know, he, he was true to himself. He said, Lord, you know, I know we agreed that I'm going to come to earth and I'm going to die for these people. But he, he felt that fear in him. He said, you know what? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't feel like I'm cut out for this. He said, Lord, if, if it's possible, can you please just take away this cup of suffering from me? He laid it bare before God. He was naked before God. You know, he doubted. He, I think, I, I don't know if that's the right word to use that Jesus doubted, but he was in a point where he was like, you know what? I'd rather not. I'd rather not do this. But he concluded that, Lord, do what you want, not what I want. That's what vulnerability is. Vulnerability means, you know, being true to ourselves and to God, saying, Lord, I'm feeling weak. Lord, I need you to strengthen me. That was how Jesus was feeling. You know, thinking about the cross. You know, he's an, he knows he's Alpha and Omega. He, he could envision the pain that he was going to experience. You know, Jesus went through literal hell for you and me. You know, he envisioned, he envisioned it all and was like, ah, I'd rather not. But he was like, Lord, not your will, not my will, but your will, O oh Lord. That's what vulnerability means. And you know, there's this other thing that a lot of us tell ourselves, especially men, when we say real men do not cry. But if you read from the book of John chapter 11, verse 35, that's the shortest verse in the Bible. It says two words only. It says Jesus wept. Jesus cried. Jesus was able to experience even the saddest of emotions. You know, 
Imagine a man of Jesus' nature crying in front of people. That's because he knew that being vulnerable before God is the only way that we get to experience God. That goes back to what my friend was saying, that there's no intimacy without vulnerability. You don't get to experience God. You do not get to experience God's power without being vulnerable. You know, there's this verse which says, Humble yourself before the Lord and he shall lift you up. You know, being vulnerable is humbling yourself. Saying, Lord, I need you. I need your power. I need to experience you. A lot of us can need to say this prayer today. We need to say, Lord, I know I've been putting on masks for a whole lot of, of my life. Even before this COVID-19 pandemic started, I've been putting on masks of pretense. I've been putting on masks of, you know, this, this invincibility. Like I know it all, like I have it all figured out. But now, after hearing your word, Lord, I realize that, you know what? You are the one who knows and not me. You are the almighty one and not me. Lord, I am in need of you. I am in need of your power. That's the prayer that we need to be saying to God today. Young men, young women, lads after God, ladies after God, we will not experience God at his finest. We will not experience God unless we allow ourselves to be vulnerable. Allow unless we go before him and bow down. You know, I love the act of worship. You know, the act of worship is an act of humility. You know, we bow down. This is man of God who sings, say, we lay our crowns. Meaning, you take your own crown and you lay it before his throne. Saying, Lord, you're the one who deserves this crown, not me. You know, being vulnerable is showing yourself, you know, acknowledging your mortality as a man. Saying, Lord, I know I do not have everything figured out, but you do. That's what we need to do today. I missed everything that's been going on. May we be vulnerable before God and say, God, we need you. We need you to display yourself in a way that you've never displayed yourself. We've been acting like we have things figured out, but truly we do not. You're the one who knows everything. So today, let me pray with someone today who says, Lord, here I am as I am before you, Lord. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your word. Father, thank you for teaching us through these three men in the Bible that to experience your power, we need to be vulnerable. Father, we pray, my many Father, that help us, help us to come to that point in our walk with you where we are able to lay things bare before your throne. Help us, my heavenly Father, to be vulnerable before you. Help us to be true to ourselves, to lay away the marks of pretense, to lay away the marks of false security and say, Lord, we are secure in you. Father, I pray, my many Father, that help us to be vulnerable, to be frank with you, to acknowledge that we need you in our work with you. We thank you, dear Lord. Bless us in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much. May God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, do follow us on Instagram. Our handle is 
at Let's After God. You can also find us on Facebook by searching for Let's After God with Blessing Machine Learning. Do leave us a like. We always look forward to hearing your testimonies and reviews. Be blessed and catch you next time.